What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is Randy Jackson, former offensive coordinator of the German Football League, Potsdam Royals. Grant Caserta, linebackers coach at the two-time defending national championship, Ferris State Bulldogs. Steve Steele, head coach for the Peer Governors in Peer, South Dakota. And you're listening to the the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. If you want the kids to to be able to learn and, and work with each other and learn about each other, and build that camaraderie you don't want to just do it on the football field you want to do it outside of the football field that's something that whether you're at a camp or whether you go and and do something on the town uh, whatever it is finding ways to enforce that team camaraderie and then that caring and that that learning about your teammates outside of the football field i think it's critical today we kick off our in-season format for the podcast with a focus on the beginning of camp the beginning of camp It's that time of year when players and coaches come together, united by their shared passion for the game and goals for the season. There is a palpable sense of anticipation and excitement, but what sets camp apart for some teams is the focus on activities that transcend the typical drills and plays we study and prepare all year long. The activities that our three guests talk about today are designed not only to reveal the unique personalities of the players and coaches, by creating opportunities to perform and compete outside the realm of football. The coaches we talked with today understand that creating a positive environment within camp is paramount to fostering an environment where players can thrive. Beyond the X's and O's, the activities they share set the foundation that go to the heart of team building, trust building, and personal growth. The magic of camp lies in the transformation that occurs when these activities blend the diverse talents of players and the expertise of coaches on the field with trust and vulnerability necessary for the chemistry of our harmonious and united team. When players feel valued for their unique strengths and personalities, they're empowered to push beyond their limits and strive for excellence together. Our game is fun, so why not start with fun? I heard someone once say, we play football, we don't work football. Play is about fun and growth and learning, and that's what these coaches talk today about to set the foundation for their seasons. Let's start with Randy Jackson, who just came off a stint as the offensive coordinator of the Potsdam Royals in Germany. He's written books and produced courses, especially about the things that he does to build culture. In this segment, he shares how they use karaoke and meals to bring a team together. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512 814-6158 814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. 
mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. Second practice, we would have parents make sandwiches, and then we were going to watch film in the unit. And But before everyone went home for the day, we were going to meet in you know our team room and have a karaoke contest. And the rules were, if any player wanted to do it with a coach, he sort of needed to do it. Some did and some didn't want to. But we would have players who would sing solos. We would have groups of kids do it. And we made it a tournament style. And so all through fall camp, we would the first few days, guys would just sing. I always sang uh, Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. It was <laughs> terrible. I never made it to the second round. But, you know, we had a player one time who made a coach do Islands in the Stream, and, and the player was Kenny Rogers, and the coach was Dolly Parton, you know. And so, <laughs> I mean, I believe there's a book called The Power of Moments, and the, the author escapes me, but I believe you should – I mean, camp is a grind. They're sore, you know, and even though we work out in the summer, camp is tough and there's jobs being fought for. And so it was a great way to end the day. More laughter during that karaoke contest than we probably had the rest of the year combined. And, and again, we would take four or five days and, and have the finals, I guess, on Friday or something. And I would highly encourage guys to figure out a way to do something like this because your players, man, they'll be videoing and uh, uh, it'll be a big time. Well, I could tell you, Coach, I would be terrified of being picked and going up there and singing. Singing is like the the one thing I'm deathly afraid of, that and snakes. And so for me, it'd be tough. But, you know, I think, too, some of the things we've seen done in in the past and you see it on Hard Knocks and you see it in, in all the different camps. We've done some things in our college camps like that. And I think when you take guys out of their environment, now some guys maybe have that background in choir or singing, whatever, but for the most part, your football players don't. You take them out of that comfort zone and put them to something else. Now, one, you see, start to see personalities come through and, and guys are get relaxed about you know performing under pressure. You know, For those guys, that might be more pressure than they might see during the year. And, and as you said, it's just a fun way to get things going and, and really bring people together. You know, I want to say this too, Keith, vulnerability wins. And unless you're Nick Saban and he can just kind of be Nick Saban and be the great one. But, but for me, like the more our players saw me be a air quotes human, the better it was. And so if you want to talk about being a family, then you got to do things. Maybe a dad would do at home in the living room and a dad would probably sing for his daughter or something like that. And so you got to make it a vulnerable place where we're not making fun of each other and we're loving on each other. And so not just karaoke, but things like that where you're anything you can do. I, I think another thing too, I just want to say real quick is, is the biggest bonding in the world is, is when you break bread together. And I think during fall camp, you must, uh, here's how we would do it. If, if a guy was a hundred percent in summer workouts, we fed him a steak and, like before fall camp started, but we, we would find ways to feed guys during camp as well. And, and but you got to be vulnerable with them. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team success can come from off the field. 
Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. Maybe you don't have a head coach who's into these types of activities, or maybe you want to further develop the bonds of your position group. Grant Caserta, the linebackers coach of the two-time defending D2 national champion Ferris State Bulldogs, utilizes what he calls gladiator games to allow his players to strive and even fail in non-football settings. Personalities shine through and the unit bonds and even gains insight on how to coach his guys during the season. He explains it here. I think at the beginning of camp, setting a tempo, building relationships with the players is really important. We're trying to play 20 weeks, basically, is from the start of camp till the national championship game. And we really believe the relationships with the players are the most important thing that drives our success. And being able to establish that at the beginning of camp and come in and get to know the guys, the new guys, transfers, freshmen, and, you know, continue to grow those relationships with the existing players, the returning players, I think is really important because guys go off over the summer. Some stay here, some go away, but, you know, we've been away from them for a while. So reconnecting and getting that relationship going is, is really crucial to developing trust, which we all know is really important. In doing that, what's your approach both you know, with these individuals? And I know like a lot of camp in the beginning, you don't have necessarily a lot of individual time with guys. Maybe it's at lunch or in between meetings, whatever it might be. But the individual and your position group. Yeah, one of the things that I like to do is we play a little, we call it gladiator games. because We call ourselves the gladiators at linebacker here. And we do some just kind of like goofy games, like minute to win it type stuff. And I put them into teams and we compete and we laugh and we have a good time. And it kind of helps break down the ice at the beginning with guys that are new to the room or guys that are young and maybe don't feel like they have a voice yet. Just getting guys mixed up by grade and, you know, by class and everything, getting them to work together in a, in a way where it's not they're waiting for a senior to tell them what to do. They have to kind of assert themselves and show their personality a little bit and use their brain in some games and stuff like that. It really like brings people out of their shell in a, in kind of a safe way where they feel like it's okay to fail. If I'm, you know, trying to keep up a balloon for as long as I can, it's not that, not that serious. It's just a fun thing kind of keeps it light and keeps things fun within the room. And then once you get people out of their shells a little bit and get them, feeling like it's a comfortable place to be, I think that's when you can really start to dig a little bit deeper. And then when, when the time comes in one-on-one situations, hopefully they start to feel like they can talk to you a little bit, a little bit more about themselves and their goals and things like that. And then we can start to get a little bit deeper when it comes to developing a relationship besides just them as a football player and me as their coach. What's one of your favorite gladiator games were one of those icebreakers that you like to use 
honestly, there's there's a ton of them, but one of them I really like is, is the game Catchphrase. It's a little handheld game, and it's basically charades, except you just use words. So, like, for instance, you say the, the word on the screen might say baseball or something, and they have to describe baseball without saying the word baseball to their teammates. And it's just hilarious listening to some of the guys, like, how bad they are at the game, but and the guys getting frustrated with each other because they can't spit it out. And then they, it's their turn to be the <laughs> the guy giving the clues, and they stink at it, and guys are yelling at each other. And it's, it's kind of fun. And then, you know, the other teams are heckling the guys that are screwing up and stuff like that. So that one's always fun. And we always finish with two games involving an egg. So we put an egg on a spoon, and we have them run around a, a cone and come back, and then they do a relay race. And then the final game is an egg toss. So they see who can make uh, the farthest completed pass using an egg. So it, it gets pretty intense. I think we went about probably pretty close to 35 or 40 <laughs> yards last year before the final egg broke. So it's pretty funny because, you know, somebody always gets splattered with the egg. And, but it's it's fun. It's competitive. It's the end of camp kind of type thing. So it's kind of become our little tradition too. I'm sure for you and, and for the guys there, especially if they're new, when you have those situations, you take them out of football, th their personalities start to come out. You start to learn about those guys. Even if it's informal and you're not thinking about it, that kind of connection starts to develop. You'll see some guys that are – it doesn't matter if it's their third day on campus. If you introduce a game, some of them are like – they're like cutting in front of the older guys to get their turn and win. You know, they're just competitive people. And sometimes you don't really know – fully who somebody is until you get them on campus you know you get to know them through recruiting but you get them right there in front of you and you're like oh wow like this guy kind of surprises me and then on the other hand some guys kind of sit back and and observe a little bit more and let other people take control and just follow for a little while and it really does kind of give you some insight into what they're like personality wise which to me I just sit there and watch and kind of see how they interact with each other and it gives you some clues as to how you should interact with these guys in a football way and maybe even how you need to teach them and approach them when you're on the field. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www dot team dot com slash demo and mention coaching coordinator podcast or use the coupon code cc10 to receive 10 percent off your first year six time in a row defending south dakota state champion head coach steve Steele takes his team away from distractions by going camping with his team for the first three days it's a big time bonding experience with football mixed in these three days are instrumental in bringing the team together, but as Coach Steele points out, you don't necessarily have to take the team off campus or away from home to do some of these activities that bring the team together. Yeah, you know, we actually take our, our first three days of eligible organized practice and we go camping, you know, as a, as a team. 
we go over to a state park that's 15 minutes away or so from our town and we collect all the cell phones we collect all the car keys and, and we spend three days fully together we do just like anything else where you don't wear pads the first couple of days you know we get a, some of our basic install done it's a lot of different conditioning exercises it's a lot of really just kind of figuring out you know what we've got you know who's going to step up and be the leader we try to make it challenging where the kids need to use each other to get through some certain parts of it we've got some form of a cumulative challenge that the kids are going to try and accomplish throughout those three days just in general you know it's great because everybody there's there's no cell phones which in you know today that's always the the biggest struggle is to get kids away from the screens and, and you know and the coaches at times but to get them away from the screens and, and spending time face-to-face with each other and, and learning about each other. And I think that this camp has definitely been a, a big reason that our kids have been pretty good together. They found that chemistry, that camaraderie early, and then they've continued to build upon it because this is three days that it's challenging physically, it's challenging mentally, it's challenging emotionally at times for the kids. But ultimately, our, our goal going in is that we're going to go in as a group of individuals and come out as a team and seem to work like that for us the, these past seven years. As you said, it's something you guys have been doing, and there's all kinds of different situations around the country. Maybe somebody doesn't have the budget for this, or it's just not practical. But I think there's a lot of what you do in, in your activities that can be applied anywhere, even if you're at your own school and your own facilities. What would be an example of that that you could share with our coaches that they might be able to do to bring, you know, an activity to bring their team together? The biggest thing about it is, is just not making it all about football. Whether you're doing an activity at school that you don't have pads on, you don't have football gear, you don't have cleats, you don't have equipment, and you don't have cell phones. You know, I do think that that's a, a very critical part for us. Not that kids have them at practice, but if, if you want the kids to be able to learn and, and work with each other and learn about each other and build that camaraderie you don't want to just do it on the football field you want to do it outside of the football field and that's something that whether you're at a camp or whether you go and and do something on the town uh, whatever it is finding ways to enforce that team camaraderie and then that caring and that that learning about your teammates outside of the football field I think is critical finding ways to do that without a little screen in front of you is, is something that I think is even more important about it. What's a, an example, maybe a short one, something that anybody could do really with their team that you really like to do and is, has been something of, of that's been part of your camp here over the last several years? Yeah, we always have a challenge. We've got a, some form of a challenge that lasts. Sometimes it's goal-oriented where you're trying to finish something. Sometimes it's time-oriented where the group is doing something for an extended period of time. For this last season, we got some some just really heavy plywood, um, and we painted a logo on it and a little saying on it, and, and we had the kids hold it up for 12 hours, you know, and that idea, you know, we, we obviously did different things together throughout those 12 hours, you know, we had a bags tournament and some can jam going on and all these different yard games and, and just kind of fun hanging out. We grilled some food, but somebody had to be holding those boards, you know, we had three of them, so it took six people to to be out there and hold them up to keep them off the ground and just to have that understanding that, you know, something is always happening uh, to push this team forward. And, you know, someone's always going to be sacrificing because when we ate, there were six kids that weren't eating. There were six kids holding those boards and it gave a great way for the coaches to do the same thing. You know, Hey, we're going to go hold these boards. We're right there with you. But just something as simple as that, where you could do it anywhere. If you're together for, you know, four or five hours, you could do it for four or five hours. The, The message will still reign true in the sense that, People are going to sacrifice for the betterment of the team and and that uh, no matter what we are doing at that point in time, 
there's still something that you can be doing that's productive that maybe you're not thinking about. Maybe you already have some things planned out for your team similar to what these coaches shared, or maybe this sparks an idea of something you can do within your position, unit, or team as you get going. It's not too late to incorporate these types of activities, and as these coaches pointed out, they certainly can serve to accelerate the bond building between the players themselves as well as creating a stronger player-coach relationship. Be sure to tune in all season long for short episodes packed with ideas that can help you throughout the season. Follow all we're doing at coachingcoordinator.com and follow us on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.